Hello and welcome to this interview special episode of Tech EU podcast. I am your host, Andrew Degeler. If you are into memes and face swapping and all that kind of thing, you certainly know the name of the company that we are talking with today, so you probably can guess. If Andreessen actually invests you, that means that you're another category, you're not a tool that might be sold for 200, 300 mil, for example. You should like, you know, you should try to hit the stars. Not, I'm not speaking about unicorns or for sure, or maybe something more. And those guys understand what we have told them, what we performed, and why they invested in that particular company or thing. Yes, you've guessed it right. Reface, an app made in Ukraine. It has been growing like crazy over the past year. Uh, it was downloaded more than 90 million times already. And it's been used by people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Justin Bieber and a lot of others. Our founding editor, Robin Wouters, sat down with Dima Schwerz, uh, the co-founder and CEO of Reface, to talk about the company's story, ambition, and possible issues with the tech that it's working on. Let's listen together. Hey, this is Robin Walters from Tech.eu, and I'm joined here remotely, of course, as usual, by Dima Schwetz. He is the co-founder and CEO of a Ukrainian startup called Reface. Dima, welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit more about yourself and the company. Thank you, Robin. I'm happy to be here, and thank you for having me. I'm Dima, I'm CEO of Reface, uh, and we are a state-of-art uh, tech company, which changes not only faces in videos, but hopefully changes uh, lives of people and brings them fun. And uh, we are the company that actually hit a lot of stuff and a lot of accomplishments this year. And I'm happy to tell you more. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second. But maybe first, your background. You were actually a seed stage investor for a number of years before you turned to the startup side. That's, that's right. Actually, being a co-founder didn't come to me as an accident. So I've been on another part of the moon, another side of the moon, as I call it. I've been VC for more than like seven years, investing in seed stage companies. I co-founded a first ever seed stage fund in Ukraine. And I always wanted to, you know, dedicate and to be the part of the startup, not from the investment execution perspective and being on the boards, but also being a part to feel the skin into the game. And uh, that's how I get into that. But I always understood that I want to be in the, some deep tech space because I definitely believe in the sphere and its long-term value. And did you join the company when it was already started or did you really have this idea and, and, and go for it? I actually, I joined. I joined the company. This is, you know, the superpower of our team and our company and founders that... Uh, we have joined the company in the moment when the company mostly needed it. So our three first co-founders, uh, they actually been known from 2011 since they were students and they were doing different crazy and not always crazy machine learning stuff. They did outsourcing, different semantic analysis system, conversion to from 2D to 3D. They did different stuff related to uh, video systems like for the Netflix as well. Uh, but uh, like two and a half years ago, uh, our prominent CTO always came to them and told, guys, uh, I understand that uh, face swap, deepfake was misled from the early beginning. Uh, we know what is the future, that is the next big scene. I know how to do it right. Let's let's do it. And that's how the story started. And I actually joined uh, more than one and a half year ago. And I was joining as a guy who, is, who will be covering investment investment relations and uh, business partnerships and different communication with external holders. 
Got it. Okay. Then let's maybe talk about the app itself because it's been blowing up like crazy. I think you, you're almost at 100 million downloads at this point, I think, uh, for the mobile application, which is quite extraordinary in uh, you know just a little over a year, I think. Um, can you tell us more about the technology behind it? What does it actually do? Thank you. Yeah, we, we have more than 90 million downloads now. I hope we'll celebrate 100 really soon. Uh, and uh, it's really great that we are the first Ukrainian company that uh, became number one in U.S. Apple Store among all categories, uh, you know, overcoming YouTube and TikTok. Uh, we actually became the top uh, entertainment app in Google Play. But what makes us unique and I consider is a great technology and the great people behind the scenes. So technology is based on gems. Uh, this is the latest tech for machine learning and uh, generative adversarial networks. And we are doing it really long because when we started developing the first tech, it was on pictures. And you might seen uh, the famous tweet by Elon Musk with Wayne Johnson. That was actually our first sign of product market fit when we understood that it's super viral and those guys actually use it and people like it. We understood that we're doing right things because it wasn't easy from the beginning because everybody was speaking about Snap, about Facebook mess, why are doing that? And uh, we were sure that that's the first step where we'll state that uh, face swap by reface in a super quality, which is conditional, scalable. That's the first step where we'll prove the world that this is the beginning of new era of personalization. After we developed this tech actually in photos and in videos, in January 2020, we launched an app which was called Duplicate. And this is our app for swapping faces in GIFs and pictures as well. It was really cool. It was viral. But anyway, from some point, we realized that Duplicate is not the best uh, naming for that because we are a face. This is our DNA. This is a company which made and making all the tech solution and standalone products. And uh, we understood that uh, we should actually switch to that. And we became Reface in June. And uh, when we became Reface, we actually launched the latest tech of video. And we hired ex-CEO of Snapchat Kiev Office, who is now our head of content. And I guess combination of these factors, great content, great team, great tech, time into the market, it actually resulted in super virality and growth at this stage. Yeah, yeah, you can say that again, because, um, so here's the thing, my friends, and some of them are not in tech at all, some of them are not even on Facebook yet, you know, like the very, very anti-tech people that have been using this application for the last few months and sending like funny pictures uh, to each other in, in, in the groups that I have on WhatsApp, for example. And it's quite extraordinary that you touch like a whole you know, set of people that are not necessarily tech oriented or in tune with startups, but really like this application and and and, and are making it go viral. Yeah, thank you, Robin. It's a great pleasure because even my mom uses it, and uh, I'm always grateful to her. But sometimes I'm not so grateful because she uses it so frequently. But uh, that is the reason that first we gave people an opportunity to have Hollywood post production quality videos in just through three clicks yeah it's super it's super easy second it gives you an opportunity to stand out from the crowd and uh, actually bring some joy and fun to your friends to your family in a really simple manner you can actually find all the content you want your favorite videos music yeah and we actually separate it on locals that we have different locals for uk france germany middle east us and as we see people find like simple local content, for example, in Ukraine, from some Western Ukrainian mountain, granny speaking about something. 
it's even much more viral than actual uh, pop star that appears on the app. And what is important that uh, I guess one of the factors that gave us an opportunity to grow and to be so viral is COVID as well. Because due to COVID, people are limited to their spaces as we are now. And we want some fun and we want give some personal touch to our friends and family, even to colleagues. And this hyper-realistic stuff gives this personal touch because only you can actually recognize yourself with your friends. And we believe that building those communities around the content will give a definitely another user experience to people that they used to have with other platforms and applications. Yeah, I have to say that I didn't know about the company until I started seeing uh, quite a lot of Facebook advertising, I think. So are you spending a lot on, on, on getting users that way? Uh, it's interesting because actually we didn't have resources to spend much on users and we had really great, uh, uh, you know, virality, virality factor. So the ratio organic to paid was sometimes more than 10. And that means that uh, that was the case because due to our early stage and deep tech nature, we put a lot of resources and efforts in servers, in developing the tech and growing the team and to grow in the best people. But uh, what we realize that those virality gives an opportunity to grow super fast. Because when Elon Musk, we know that Elon Musk uses Reface in his uh, WhatsApp chats, uh, when Jeff Bezos uses it, when all the celebrities use, use them, and it's great. And when in summer, some big names like Miley Cyrus and her, her actual agent Adam Leber from Maverick, is it like the, the, one of the biggest uh, labels uh, for supporting artists? They reached out to us and told us, guys, we want to do something with you. Then actually, we had part partnerships with Justin Bieber and his agent, Scooter Brown, who's both managing Justin Bieber and Dua Lipa. He's actually became our angel investor in the round. Those guys started approaching us and tell guys, this is a unique, unique avenue. And after they, we started uh, to promote them, to give them a new avenue to promote our content, interact with the content, to distinguish. After that, it started growing really fast. It was super viral effect. So to answer your question, we didn't pay any efforts on marketing at the beginning. And now, now that you're doing that and you have sort of a, a good idea of what the user acquisition uh, ratio is, you mentioned that you have a, a free and a paid version. So maybe just explain uh, really quickly the, the business model behind the app. Uh, yeah, we, we have uh, like a classic uh, app business model, freemium. So we have an, a lot of functionalities which are available for free users, but we have a subscription if you want access to some specific features and uh, to eliminate the ads and, and other ads and other features, you, you can get a subscription. So, but what is unique about us is we consider it fair. Uh, we are not the application which is strictly paywalled, yeah, and you just need to go to get subscription. You, are, you, you have enough functionality to fill the sand, to understand, and to use it on a regular basis, even without subscription. But what is great, people believe in us, and they sometimes, even in customers' reports, tell us that, guys, this is because I love you, and I want to support you, not because this is the stuff they paid for. And, uh, and speaking about business model, we are now working on increasing engagement and retention. So we have a really great engagement. People, when they register and use the app, they, use, uh, they spend about 10 minutes a day uh, in app. For sure, as it is a tool, yeah, you, you are not going to use it every day. But what we are doing now, we are going to become Reface 2.0. 
And I will keep you updated. That is a vision that we want to become a social platform for dynamically personalized content. So what you see now in app, it's on the face swap, but we are going to release a lot of features and a lot of mechanics that want us to become a real part where we shift only from fun, fun stuff, fun tool, which actually makes you happy to the great platform for self-expression for people where they can gather around the content and both businesses who actually can get the unique avenue and how they can promote themselves in a definitely new way. I'm looking forward to seeing how that evolves for sure. Um, so you have the, you have this app. You you rename yourself in the, over the summer. Uh, it goes viral. Celebrities start using it. They start reaching out to you, and then it culminates in a quite a large funding seed funding round uh, back in December, uh, just uh, the end of the year. You announced that you raised 5.5 million in seed funding. You know, from Andreessen Horowitz, not the least well-known venture firm in the world, uh, but also a super impressive set of angels, uh, I have to say. Um, so maybe can you can you elaborate on that for those who don't know? Sure, sure. Thank you again for for that, uh, Robin. Uh, yeah, the investment from Andreessen it was a great accomplishment, uh, but frankly speaking, they were hunting us, and that is like two-way direction where we developed our tech, we grow we grew super fast. And we got really good unit economics. And as a result, uh, we actually uh, signed a term sheet and signed investment, got investment from Andreessen. And uh, it was one of the fastest decisions in the history of Andreessen, they told us, from the first call to term sheet signing. Yeah. And, but uh, we as a company that always thought not about investment as, as just uh, funding to get some marketing acquisition. No, we were thinking about what added value we can get from them. As, and now we understand that we need not only tier one investor, but as well a legit one that will bring us to the public spaces, to different corporates where we can spread the word and evangelize what we are doing, that we are benchmark company in the synthetic media and we are going to develop it. Uh, technology is good. It's actually used for the good purposes. It has a lot of uh, good implementations, and we're going to make it. Uh, but regarding angels, it, it was really great because we worked for gathering those angels even before thinking about funding and institutional investors because we have an assumption to get funding from mostly from angels because we understand where, where we need help in entertainment, in music, in gamification in product side. So to start from the Europe, as we're in Europe and we're European startup, uh, our, one of the best angels we have is David Helgeson, who is actually founder of Unity, prominent guy. Uh, we have Ilka Pananin uh, from, he's a CEO of Supercell, a prominent guy who is actually advising us on product and gamification. We actually take a look and uh, about fashion, because we have developments which will be integrated in the face platform future, and that will definitely change the way fashion works. And we have Natalia Vadyanova, who's angel investor, to, to join us and to help us in these fashion directions. And you're speaking about product and entertainment, guys. I already mentioned Scooter Brown, who is one of the greatest producers and angel and investors in US entertainment. And he's our angel investor, Adam Lever from Maverick. Another guy who I definitely really proud of and respect, Bill Tai, Kite VC, who is a guy who was a real investor in Zoom, in Treasure Data, and the different great companies. And he's a Bitcoin evangelist as well. So uh, he's an investor. Maybe you know Sriram Krishnan 
who is a unique guy who had experience in street top consumer consumer company social networks like Facebook, uh, Snapchat, and Twitter. And he actually joined <laughs> Andreessen today, general general partner. And he messaged me that uh, you should be happy about that because we are talking with him really frequently. Another great guy, Josh Elman, yeah. who was uh, on the board and uh, participated in musically and have some connections to TikTok. We have great guys from the entertainment sphere who worked with uh, music labels like Michael Kives and Abe Burns, who was partner of Western Culture from Sound Ventures. Yeah, I've met, I've yeah. met Michael in the past, actually. So it's quite an impressive roster of, of investors. Uh, but I'm wondering, did you have those relationships before the company when you were a VC yourself? Or is that just, you know, people introducing introducing you to those uh, kind of people when, when the round was happening? Frankly speaking, I didn't have direct uh, connections and frequent uh, conversation with those guys. But when we did what we did, when we grew super fast, when we actually opened our hearts and minds to, to people and investors, it came organically. So when I always knew who we want to reach, who we wanted to partner with, not because of their titles, because of their inputs and added value they can get. And uh, we were betting on that. And it was our strategy, you know, because we have a great guy in investor, Matt Stone. Yeah, this is a guy who is a founder of South Park. And somebody knows he's not an angel investor. Yeah, he might not be a great VC guy, but he has even more in that particular case. He has audience of people who are creators because we wanted to build a platform which is based and influenced by content creators and content. Content is a core because just to give you a short example, uh, Instagram, yeah, you make some selfies, you can beautify yourself, but it's all about your audience and how you look, as, as I see it. If TikTok, it's about dancing. It's about dancing and uh, looking like some great Charlie D'Amelio followers or making some specific moves. In our particular case, what we are building, we want to concentrate people not about personality, but about the content they make. You can be an introvert. You can actually be a person who doesn't want to show off, doesn't want to create pieces of content every day, but you want to take a content, for example, from Marvel movie or Jay-Z clip, and you change background, you change the face, you lip sync something, and it becomes a masterpiece. And our assumption is focus on creator economy. Most of people doing it now, but we know how to do it because we have early adopters, we already have reface audience, we already have partnerships with businesses, gaming, streaming, marketing, and different partners from that space. And we understand that with our unique ML tool, we are in the middle intersection of, you know, how it's called production value, social value, and we are like, it's actually entertainment value. So we have relatively, really high production value with unique ML tools on our own. We developed and we are developing. And as well, we have implementing social components and that will be a basis of our social network in future. Great. Uh, well, Dima, tell me a little bit more about the the content on the platform. You have to license, uh, for example, the stuff that you were talking about from Marvel, for example. Do you have to license that kind of content to be able to, to use it in the app? Actually, uh, we have different partnerships. Most of them are pro bono. That's how we, we began. So actually, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber came to us and told, guys, I want to make it. And we told, guys, we are not using that content. This is like UGC in beta. But if you agree with your major content holders that might own property and uh, copyright, uh, we can place it. 
And so and that's how we went. It's it's not like global licensing because we can do that. We, we have a business model and we are not capitalizing on that. But what we're doing, we're speaking with different labels, with executives, content holders, and we tell guys, just test this avenue. All of your celebrities, they already love Reface. And they agreed with different content holders and managers to play the content. So we made MOUs for that, for, you know, for free usage, just to, from our case, we get their content, their virality, and their reputation. And they get this unique avenue to test what is the conversion, what are the shares, how it went. And we tell guys, let's build long-term partnership and see how it goes. Because for now, we are you know, iterating, Robin, really fast. We are working on the platform, we're working on the products, on the features. But we are trying to develop the relationships when we will have this ability to understand how to monetize the content and we'll, we will do it in future. That is the way when we can license it. And our partners, for example, we spoke to executives would be at Universal Music Group. They understand that, guys, thank you for coming to us, telling us how we work with that. We understand that you are a young app. Uh, you are not Spotify, YouTube, uh, but everything will be in future. So let's see how it goes. I will give you labels, test some promos, understand how it works. And in future, we, we are going to work on that. Yeah, fantastic to have those uh, kind of connections uh, in, in the early stage of the company as well. Do you have most of your development team still in the Ukraine? Do you plan to stay there? Do you have offices elsewhere in the US, for example? Yeah, actually, we had a lot of plans, but COVID changed that a little bit, uh, both in a good and a not very good direction. We have most of our team in Ukraine. We are we have now 138 people on board. So we grew like more than 100 people in a year, even less. You know, most core of our team are ML engineers, product guys, designers, uh, which are state of art. And they, they actually are the best ones on the market for sure. And uh, speaking about US, yeah, me and my co-founder, we wanted to actually relocate to the States uh, last March. But then we decided to come back to be closer to the team, to redefine our strategy and to work even harder on what we have now. And it was a really good, a really good decision. But for sure, we have uh, thoughts of uh, scaling the US. US is our main market. Most of the users, most of the subscription revenues coming out from there, all the partnerships. And we have a new, unique opportunity and angels to open the doors to corporates and to different entertainment industry, big players. But frankly speaking, it doesn't seem to happen earlier than quarter three, quarter four, 2021. Depending on the situation, on the market with the virus, now we can do everything remotely, but let's see. Uh, we'll see what the future brings. Um, do you also have plans to expand to Asia? Because this seems like the kind of application that tends to do really well in those parts. And also, you know, there's so much content and, and celebrities and, and, and labels out there as well. Yeah, definitely we have these plans, especially when launching a platform. Uh, because we will be concentrating on different communities and different countries. And uh, historically, Thailand, uh, Southeast Asia was a great viral spike for us. So we pay attention to this market. We are kind of uh, accurate about speaking about China for definite purposes, but uh, South, South Korea, Japan, Southeast Asia are focus for us in future. But uh, let's make it doing by step-by-step -step direction. So let's, let's do it when, when the time comes. 
Have you received any acquisitions offers yet? Uh, we are constantly speaking with different uh, people, companies who are actually getting uh, such conversation even before we hyped because of the team, the unique tech. You know, from my perspective and my founders, I'm not considering those uh, those offers because what we understand now that uh, we prove to ourselves that we can become a unique tool, unique application, which everybody loves and that has product market fit and uh, all the chances to grow even faster. And now we understand that we can build up a great platform for people not only to have fun and have self-expression with a different interaction of businesses. And uh, you know how we call it, we cannot not to try. We should try for sure and let's see how it goes. So we are not considering any acquisition offers now. Yeah, I love the ambition. Yeah, and just to add, Robin, you know, frankly speaking, you know the market of VC, I know the market of VC. If Andreessen actually invests you, that means that you're another category. You're not a tool that might be sold for 200, 300 mil, for example. You should like, you know, you should try to hit the stars. Not, I'm not speaking about unicorns or for sure, or maybe something more. And those guys understand what we have told them, what we performed, and why they invested in that in that particular company or fit. So we are going to become something big and important for this world. I hope. Fantastic! I, I like the ambition, and I love that you you at least going to try and stay independent. Uh, we'll see how that goes. In the meantime, I was looking up some of the previous coverage uh, in preparation of this interview, and I, I was noticing some some articles speak about you know do you need to be concerned about the privacy aspect? There was some talk about you know, some of the terms in your uh, terms and conditions that were sort of unusual. Um, what's the status there? Actually, we are working with those constraints and, you know, comments all the time because we are a benchmark company. We are working in specific space, synthetic media, and we are going to make the agenda on that point. So we are now trying to work with public policies, uh, speaking with different public speakers, I mean, like in terms of possibly future Atlantic Council, European commissions, to make some roundtables on that and to educate people what we are doing. In terms of privacy, uh, we are good at privacy because we don't even store faces of people. Our technology only has, actually gets numeric, numeric like it's called embeddings of uh, it's like numbers of people faces and we delete them according to our policy not more than in 24 hours oh i actually didn't know that because i've been using the app but i didn't know you were using only the biometric information and not the actual you know storage even not itself. biometric yeah yeah only 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 embeddings even it's it even according to tech and all the privacy points and it, it shouldn't be even considered as a biometric when when not even by it's like specific embeddings and it's enough for our tech what we do so, and another case that uh, we always uh, working both on the business side and on both on the public side. So we are the only company who actually developed a deep tech detection tool. That it means that we are implementing invisible digital watermark. And uh, for example, if somebody wants to use a tech for mislead somebody, it is tough even now to mislead or maybe to make some adult or not really appropriate stuff. We can actually know how we did it. That is why it can, that's, that's our case. And, and another really important stuff, what we are doing, we are working on moderation system, which actually outlines really, really, really cool using AI, uh, how to detect inappropriate content. We put in much effort to that because from one perspective, we are face swap, yeah? If you do face swap in our app, 
you cannot mislead anybody. Your friends and family know that it's you. It's not, for example, I don't know, Shakira or Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah? And speaking something. Uh, we are not, that is why we are not deep fake. We cannot mislead anybody and we're not trying to. We are acting in our unique, unique uh, you know, style. You can face swap, you can uh, make some fun with your friends, but anyway, you cannot mislead anybody. So the vision is that we're working both on our technologies to prevent misleading and to prevent all the inappropriate behavior. From the public space, we are trying to be on the cutting edge and to create the agenda for synthetic media in the future. Great. Well, thanks for clarifying that. Uh, what about competition? Are you seeing lots of uh, clones out there? And what are the chances of actually one of the big ones, you know, ByteDance, Facebook, uh, maybe Snap, I don't know, c- coming up with, with similar products or features? If speaking about Facebook, I suggest we don't have any competitors now because it's always about timing and getting the market, yeah? We grew super fast. We got most of, most of the market. For now, they might be appear some clones, yeah? But they don't have an audience and uh, this virality and social effect. And, you know, some of the clones try to get our data sets and uh, even using just using our app, try to make something. But anyway, they are following, yeah? That is why we're not looking about face swap uh, now as some breaking advantage and unfair advantage for us. So we are thinking in future what technologies we're going to release and, and products release in, in, in nearest future. And speaking about our competitors, I don't think so that we might be a real competitor to TikTok or Snap. And speaking about Snap, they have another business model and they have another tech and they're a public company. TikTok, they have uh, great tech in terms of recommendation, in terms of uh, growth and ads, ad channels, ads revenue, but it's not about us. So our intention is that we want a content to be dynamically personalized. So you shouldn't put much efforts in dancing or beautifying, or you should put some most of the efforts, how you see the content and how your community will like it. So... And what does it mean dynamically? Yeah, it means that you can change your face, then you can change part of your body, you can change your hand, you can make this hand, for example, a fish hand, and in future, possibly, you can change background. So in the way that I will be not in my flat in Kiev, but I will be in Rio de Janeiro uh, near the mountain. And that is the case what gives us, as we see it, unfair advantage and some perspective to grow. Nice. Okay. Final question. As CEO, what is your biggest problem right now? It's interesting. Thank you for the question, uh, Robin. Because being CEO in a really fast-scaling company, it's it's different as being it's in the seed stage. Because mostly CEO is a guy who is doing both external and internal stuff, connecting the worlds, understanding what business reface are in and what not. And actually, another option is managing external stakeholders, partners, investors, businesses. But what we are doing now, we are concentrating a lot on organization and culture building. So one of the main efforts for now is to build those companies who everybody wants to work in. And uh, frankly speaking, uh, we are good at that. People love Reface and we are a great HR brand in Ukraine. And now we are scaling even our recruitment uh, ambitions and appetites to Europe. So if anybody wants to join Reface, just just, just ping me. Sorry, sorry for such. And uh, another challenge for me as a CEO is to build uh, the processes inside to make it really efficient. 
frankly speaking, we grew from like a couple, a couple, like 20, 25 people to 100 and almost 40 in less than a year, in like seven months. And my challenge to make it efficient. That is that is the way I see my role now. And definitely when I'm succeeding with that, I hope in several months, I'm mostly dedicated and focusing on developing the strategy, implementing the strategy, and be, being a digital and not only digital voice of reface. And we have a lot of stuff to do with content holders, with businesses, with partners, with investors. And the market is pretty interesting, opportunistic in investor side. So I hope uh, those directions will be my focus this year. Great. Well, that's a fantastic uh, note to end on. Dima, thank you so much for your time. I'm really looking forward to what's, you know, what's coming next, in, both on the product side and the business side. Uh, but it'll be interesting to watch, no doubt. Um, Dima, thank you so much for your time again. And best of luck with Reface. Thank you. Thank you, Robin. It's a pleasure. And this is it for our today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, subscribe today wherever you listen to podcasts. And if that place has a possibility to rate and review the show, please do that as well. Audio engineering for this podcast is done by SoundPulse. That is sound-pulse.com. Your questions, suggestions, and opinions are very welcome. Send them to podcast at tech.eu. Also, there is always our voicemail inbox at tech.eu slash voicemail. Head over there, speak your mind, and get featured on one of our next episodes, tech.eu slash voicemail. We are always happy to hear from you. If you can't have enough of our voices, you can also follow us on Clubhouse. I am at a Degler, uh, Robin is at Robin Wouters, same as Twitter. We do weekly hangouts on Tuesdays and also some impromptu interviews uh, once in a while. So do follow us and let us talk on Clubhouse as well. This was TechEU Podcast. I am Andrew Degler and I will talk to you again later this week. For now, take care and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye.